All right, good morning, everybody. How are we doing? And yes, we are so excited to hear about the news uh, for the Ross family, and that's just an amazing praise. And if the Ross family is watching today, we miss you, we love you guys, and we're so grateful um, that little Olivia is doing very well. And we're so excited also to um, hear about PC and, and Pastor Chris and how he's recovering. Um, he's, he's just making tremendous strides. I was able to catch up with him. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I see him somewhere in the back over there. So we're really excited to uh, see him at least uh, join our church today and, and uh, ready to worship. And so last week, we finished up the series on rest. And you got to hear Josh uh, talk about how rest is intentional. And then I got to speak about how when we obey in rest. And then Mike Tucci then also then talked about how rest is worship. So we're really grateful. Hopefully, you guys got a chance to take up some of that information and be able to use that as an opportunity to find ways to rest. But as you can see, we've got a new series. We're going to be talking about wisdom. I am super excited about this. We're going to go through the book of Proverbs. It's my favorite book. Um, there's just so much that's in there. And you know what's funny is that that was not a book like a book of law, like a book of prophecy. It was never intended for all that. It was just a variety of different pieces of information that were put together from some of the wisest people on earth. So all of us have probably gotten wisdom throughout our life. You probably have been raised with your uh, parents giving you some kind of wisdom, other family members, maybe some friends. You probably got some wisdom from teachers, from coaches, from just a variety of different people in your life. And obviously, some of that stuff has been helpful, right? You guys have probably received some really helpful advice and some wisdom in your lifetime. How many of you guys have probably received some not so good wisdom in your life? Yeah, we've all probably been there where you're like, yeah, thanks. And it really probably wasn't the greatest piece of advice. And so I can remember when I uh, was growing up, um, when I started high school, one of, the, one of my family members was like, you have to make sure you just look out for number one which meant you need to look out for yourself and nobody else because that's just the way this life treats you. And so I thought, okay, so then I just need to look out for myself and that's all I worried about is just me, which when you think about it, is that kind of selfish? But I didn't think so at first. I just thought, wow, okay, that's some really good advice and it's from somebody that I trust and from somebody that I know. But later on, as I got to read through scripture and as I was maturing myself and going through God's word, the first thing I came to was Matthew 22, and you guys probably have seen this verse, and it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, okay? And this is the greatest and first commandment, so we're supposed to love God first. But what does it say there as the second? The second one is like it. You shall love who? Your neighbor. So doesn't that seem kind of selfish to just think about yourself? God's literally telling you the second greatest commandment in life is to love your neighbor, right? And what kind of wisdom do people pass on to you? So think about it. Just take a quick second, and I want some audience participation. What was the greatest piece of advice that somebody's ever given you? Just, you can pop up whoever wants to go first. I see, see somebody back there? Ask what the client's budget is. Ask what the client's budget is. Okay, so from a business standpoint, ask what the client's budget is. Because if not, I mean, you'll probably think this is carte blanche. I got a, an American Express black card here. You know, I can just, you know, do whatever. That's a good piece of advice. Anybody else? Have another person in your back pocket. Have another person in your back pocket. All right. So always ready for that next step, right? Being, being prepared. Absolutely. Anybody else? Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Okay. All right. I don't know if she's talking about a basketball reference or something else, but sure, okay, shoot your shot. But thank you for that one. Anybody else? 
Drink plenty of water. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to stay hydrated. Trust no one. Trust no one. Oh, okay. So there goes a, a piece of advice there. So you've got all different kinds of, of advice, right? And obviously there's, there's a variety of great pieces of advice, and then there's some that you're like, hmm, I don't know about that one. Let's, let's see. Let's see where, what I can do with that. You know, obviously, we've, like I mentioned to you, I got a great piece of advice, at, which I thought was a great piece of advice, and then later on come to find out it really wasn't. So why don't we take a quick look at some advice from some of our people here at Skyline. the best advice that was given to me, well, two things. I'm going to do two, if that's okay. Um, they're both for my parents. The first one, my dad always said, pray about it. If I lost something or if I'm going through, um, going through something, anything that's happening, if I go to him and I say, dad, I lost this or dad, I'm doing this, what should I do? And my dad would always say, have you prayed about it? I was like, oh, no, I haven't. So that is one of the best things that um, I've learned is to always pray about it first. And the Lord will just guide you and show you what you need to do. And number two, the second um, advice that I've been given is always be kind because you never know what the other person is going through. You never know what they're life is like before they have come to you. So always be kind. So pray about it and always be kind. So one piece of wisdom that I got as a young age that I was told was to never throw your bright colored clothes, especially if they're new, never throw them into the laundry with white clothes. And I never thought anything of it growing up because I never really washed my clothes when I was living at home. But then when I moved out, I learned the hard way and threw in a new red shirt in with everything else, mostly light and white colored clothes, and everything came out with a with a hint of red in it. So yeah, that's that's a that's a piece of wisdom that I still follow today. One of the things I was told that I use over and over again is that 90% uh, of your ideas are bad ideas. And I'm an ideas guy, so I'm always coming up with ideas, but to remember, hey, those ideas, many of them are bad ideas. That kind of led into that, hey, remember, your perspective is often wrong. Matter of fact, most of the time, it's wrong. So you need to listen and re-listen, ask more questions. Uh, I think somebody said it this way, first seek to understand, or seek to understand first. And uh, I found that to be terrific and in terms of don't act on what you think is right. First, listen, ask more questions. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever received was to always be ready so I don't have to get ready. And in context, it was from a former voice coach who wanted me to have a repertoire of songs just in case an audition came up. But thinking about it as an adult, if I spend my time with God and I study his word, I can already be ready and equipped with truth if ever I'm in crisis or if ever I have to go to battle. So I think it's great advice, not just for singing, but also for life. So one of the best pieces of advice I got as a new mom was when changing a diaper on a gentleman baby, before you take the uh, wet diaper off, put a wet wipe on his lower belly 
before you are ready to fully change because that will release certain liquids and will hopefully avoid missile urination later. Trust me, parents, it's about 95% effective. So what's one piece of wisdom that uh, I could share with all of you today? Uh, I think it would be that life is not determined by what you want, but by the choices that you make. Somehow we feel that we can divorce those outcomes uh, from our choices, but that's simply not true. And um, what we end up with in our lives is largely based on our choices. All right, so you got some really cool pieces of wisdom there. I think the main one that I got is missile urination. Is that correct, Desiree? Okay, missile urination. All right, so yes, absolutely. So you see, you get all different kinds of advice, you know, from people, and some of it is really, really great, and some of you are like, hmm, I don't know about that one. But when you think about it, we're going to be talking about wisdom, okay? And we get to introduce uh, this series on wisdom. So today I get to talk to you about how... The, the value of wisdom and how that's going to take you down the right path. And then next week, then you'll get to talk um, uh, with Mike, and then he'll introduce, obviously, his portion of, of that series. And we're going to take you over the next six weeks through the book of Proverbs because there's so much in there. Um, how many of you guys have read through the book of Proverbs before? Okay. All right. So when you think about the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs was written by King Solomon. Okay. And there were a couple other authors uh, that were later on mentioned, but Solomon was considered the wisest man in the world. Okay. He literally knew a little bit about everything, everything from music to art to zoology to botany. He actually created a temple and that temple was considered at the time one of the wonders of the world at the time, and it was because he knew so much about everything that he put so much detail into this temple. So people truly looked to him as this wise individual. And he wrote several chapters within the book of Proverbs. And there are, there's another author, um, his name is Augur uh, for chapter 30, and, um, and then King Lemuel. And cool fact about the name Lemuel, that's actually my middle name. And um, that's what my, my, uh, my mom chose to uh, put as a, a middle name for me, but he was a very wise king, and he actually then authored the uh, 31st chapter, which is the last chapter of the book, which many people have also recognized as the virtuous woman chapter. Um, so there's so much wisdom, obviously, through the book of Proverbs. And the first um, nine chapters, so chapters one through nine, it's literally 10 different speeches from a father to a son, okay? So it's literally like a father sits down with his son and literally starts talking to him about a variety of different life issues. And he talks to him everything about money. He talks to him about being wise when he's outside of the home and literally on the street. He talks to him about um, marriage. He talks to him about his education. So there's so many different things that that father to a son then winds up then giving all this bit of wisdom. And so before we look at the book of Proverbs, though, I want to take a look at the book of James because James 1.5 literally talks to us about wisdom, okay, and what happens when we need it. So it says, if you, any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously without reproach and it will be given to him. So God is literally telling us, if you want wisdom, just ask me. Just ask me and I'll give it to you. I'm not going to mock you. I'm not going to rebuke you. I'm not going to judge you for it. Just ask me. And he's literally given us this entire book, which is full of wisdom. It's not just the book of Proverbs. 
The book of Proverbs is just one, one book of wisdom, but there's so many other books. You think of the book of Job, the, think, the book of Ecclesiastes. Those books are chock full of wisdom, but there's so much other wisdom that we get. And many of us um, who are in life groups, you probably have an opportunity to be able to open up God's word and go through different studies and go through these different books to be able to gain that wisdom. So let me ask you, what do you guys think wisdom is? So when you think of like the actual definition of wisdom, what do you think wisdom is? Somebody just shout something out what they think wisdom is. Common sense. Common sense. Okay, very good. Anybody else? Knowledge. Knowledge. Okay, absolutely. Anybody else have anything? The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Ooh, okay, that's a good one. Absolutely. So when I looked in, in the dictionary, wisdom is defined as the ability to discern what is true or right. And there is a difference, okay? So when you think about what is true, okay, that's facts, and then what is right. So when you think about it, wisdom has both a moral implication, okay, and that's what is right, okay? It's knowing the difference between right and wrong, and then it also has an intellectual application, actually learning what is true, okay? And this is what facts are. And so when you think about it, the Hebrew word for wisdom, okay, the Hebrew word for wisdom is known as chokhmah. You guys say that with me? Chokhmah, okay? And that is actually translated specifically into like a skill or an ability. So back in, in what we call biblical times or in ancient times, you had so many different people who were sculpture, sculptors. You had people who were artists. You had people who were blacksmiths, people who were iron workers. You had people who were carpenters. Those are specific skills and abilities that these people were able to use. And then therefore, they were able to take that knowledge, okay, and impart that onto somebody else. But somebody mentioned common sense, okay? There is obviously that ability to be able to know the difference between what's right and wrong and be able to know how to do the right thing. So when you think about it, the, the Hebrew noun, or chokmah, as I mentioned, it's actually a specific female noun, okay? So think about this. Think about how God literally created this opportunity for us to look at wisdom, and this is actually, sorry guys, this is actually a female noun, and wisdom is known as female. So when you read through the book of Proverbs, you'll actually get to see in, in a variety of different verses where it actually mentions wisdom as being a lady, okay? And it's, she's even known as Lady Wisdom, okay? And uh, there's a variety of different chapters, and if you have your Bible, you can actually open up to Proverbs chapter one, and in Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 21, it says, Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street to those gathered in the front of the city gate. And we don't have the rest of these verses on here, but I'll just quickly read on. It says, How long, you simpletons, you simple-minded people, how long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come, Listen to my counsel, and I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. So this is literally like a lady speaking, and she's not just speaking to other ladies. She's speaking to everyone who's reading this. And also chapter 3, um, we don't have that verse up there, but I'll quickly read through that as well. You'll see in here it says, My child, never forget the things I've taught you. Store my commands in your heart, and if you do this, you will live many years. And specifically uh, chapters. Uh, 13 through 20 says, joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding for wisdom is more profitable than silver and her wages 
are better than gold. And then chapters 8 and 9, if you were to read through the, the book of Proverbs, actually talk about that it's literally a, a lady then having this conversation and imparting this wisdom. So there's just so much in this book already. And obviously, when you think about it, God uses this opportunity to personify um, wisdom as a feminine noun because there's beauty through wisdom. And when someone is able to then impart that on you and somebody is able to share that knowledge with you, share that common sense, as we said, or share that ability to know what's right and wrong, there's beauty that comes from that. Because you think about how you wind up interacting with different people, how you interact with the world, and there's, there's beauty that comes from making a wise choice. Because when you think about making that wise choice, in the end, you're, you're going to see how God is going to bring that peace in your life, and he's going to show you things that you never imagined he was ever going to show you in your life. So when you think about the purpose of, of Proverbs is really to teach us wisdom and discipline, and it's also to teach people a, a foundational principle on how to live a good life. So throughout the next um, six weeks, we're going to get to be able to share from the book of Proverbs and other books how you're going to be able to use this opportunity to live a good life. And, you know, King Solomon was one of the wise authors, and I told you obviously about um, uh, the other uh, author, Augur, and also King Lemuel. And right in the first uh, chapter of Proverbs, and if you guys have your Bible, you'll also see them up on here, it says, these are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. And their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline and to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live a disciplined and successful life and to help them do what is right, what is just, and what is fair. So you already see the moral and the intellectual implication, okay? What is true and what is also right. And these Proverbs will give insight to the simple and knowledge and discernment to the young. So when you think about it, God has left his imprint on the world, and we see that all throughout the world. We see that not only through his word, obviously, that he left us, but we also see that through the entire universe. So when you think of the galaxy, like when you think of God's creation, okay, you, you wind up seeing, obviously, everything that he created. You could literally see God's imprint in the universe, and so think about that wisdom. You think about how there is literally a piece of God in every single thing that's ever been created. How many of you guys have ever been to Disneyland or Disney World? Okay. You guys know that there's imprints of Mickey literally through all of, of Disney? So you'll see hidden Mickey ears all over the place. And you don't even notice these things. Like There's literally imprints of Mickey. So think about it. Walt Disney, when, and also the designers of Disney, when they created Disney, they created Disney to have the imprint of the mouse there throughout the entire place. And so you think about how when, when the attraction designers had put um, all those things in there, all those, all those hidden pieces, God is, is doing the same thing throughout the entire universe. He's literally putting those hidden pieces in there for you, and, and he has them there at the right time. 
So like if you're at, on a ride at Disney, all of a sudden you happen to look over and you see that, that Mickey ear. You're like, wait a second, I didn't notice that that was there. And for those of us who've been there multiple times, I think I've been to Disney probably about like 12 or 13 times in my lifetime, never noticed any of that stuff. And then all of a sudden when I started looking through different rides and everything, I, I started seeing the hidden Mickey ears through there. And when you go, then you think, okay, I actually want to go and, and see if I can find that. So in a similar way, God uses you know, wisdom to create the world around us. And he's created the earth that way. He's created the entire universe that way. You know, wisdom put her mark on the world, just like those hidden Mickey ears, when you think about it. And all of God's creation has within in it the fingerprint of God's wisdom. So there's such value in being able to take a moment and ask God, you know what, God, I don't know what to do in this situation. I don't know what I need you know, to, to be able to handle this situation. I need for you to, to really work in my life and give me that wisdom. He, he said it in the book of James. He literally said, ask me and I'll give you that wisdom. So the same way that he literally took the time in those six days to create the entire universe, don't you think he's a God that can sit there and give you the wisdom that you need? Absolutely. So choosing wisdom is like a hidden treasure that's actually found for those who, who want to search for it. And in chapter 2, he, he goes in through um, verses 1 through 5 and says, My child, or my son, listen to what I say. Treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. You have to be open and you have to be ready to be able to hear and, and, and receive this kind of wisdom, is what he's saying. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver, and then seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge. So even though this was written by a man, this is literally God's words. So even though it wasn't necessarily uh, an actual God-written thing, these words were still inspired by God as King Solomon and the other authors were writing these. And they're literally saying, I want you to gain knowledge from God, and therefore you have to ask him. So please ask him so that you can then value this wisdom. And then he, further on in verses 6 through 11, it says, For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding, and he grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity, and he guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will catch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. So you think of, like, what's the purpose of wisdom? Why do we need it? Well, we need it to be able to live in this world. We need it to be able to then survive and to be able to figure out how we're going to react and how we're going to handle different situations. Many of you can probably attest to different moments in your life where you just really didn't know what to do in that situation. And you probably had to seek out counsel from somebody else so that that way you can figure out how to handle you know, this situation. Um, just this week, um, I know within our family, we had um, just a little situation that we had to deal with um, with a really close friend. And we wanted to be able to figure out, well, how, how do we go about it? Like, how do, we, how do we do this? And we had to seek out counsel from other people so that we can then figure out how, how should we address this? We want to tread lightly, but we also then want to be able to speak truth and we want to be able to love this person. And, and we really want to be able to help them 
um, through this situation. And we, my wife Ashley and I, were just really stuck, and we really wanted to figure out how should we handle this. And so first and foremost, we went to God. So that's what I urge you to do. Whenever you're needing to seek wisdom, first and foremost, go to God. He's the one that's going to give it to you. He said it in the book of James. So if you're needing that wisdom, go to him first. But he also gives the opportunity for you to then seek out counsel from other godly examples in your life and people who can speak truth into your life. So feel free, go to God first, and then obviously take some time. If you're spending time in his word each and every day, you're going to be getting some amazing amounts of wisdom. And I, and I urge you, the book of Proverbs has 31 chapters. The, during this series, if you want, take a chapter a day for the next 31 days, and I promise you, you're going to find information in here that you never even sought. I, I know that my life verse is Proverbs 3, uh, 5, and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And what do we do all the time? Every time we want to work through a situation, we try to work through it ourselves. He's literally telling you, don't try to do it on your own. You need to trust in me. Lean on me. And I promise you, I'll give you all the understanding that you need. And then he also says, in all your ways, not in some situations, uh, maybe, maybe just over here, or maybe on a Tuesday, you know, focus on me. He's not telling you that. He's saying, in all your ways, all the time, each and every day, in all your ways, acknowledge me, and I will direct your paths. So if, if we have a God that literally created the universe, literally put every star in the position that it's in, in the universe, what makes us think that we don't have a God who can help us to make the right decisions? So when you think about it, what's the best wisdom that you were ever given? You know, today God's inviting us on a journey with him. God's inviting us on a journey with him to be wise. He's taking us on a journey to figure out what is the right thing to do and what is the truest thing to do. You know, it's a journey that can't start until you establish, you know, a relationship with him. So first and foremost, if you're here today and you have never given your life over to Christ, if you've never taken the opportunity to say yes to Jesus, then guess what? Today is that day. And before you leave, please come see me, come talk with me. I will literally take you through God's word so that you can see exactly how you can then come to know him. But you have to have that relationship with him first. And then once that relationship is established, you know, you're going to receive the purest amount of wisdom when you stay true to God's word. I, I'm, I'm an example of that. And we've got countless people here who are examples of that. And you're then going to be able to embrace that moral and that intellectual code because it's how we, it's how we go through life. It's literally the, the Bible. I heard an acronym when I was growing up that the Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. Okay, literally B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. He's literally given that to us. So he's giving us everything that we ever need. So we want for you to understand that you want to build a life that's consistent with God's plan. And the only way to do that is through God's wisdom. So before you leave here today, if, like I said, if you don't know or have ever said yes to Jesus, and you want to know how you can then live a life that's full of joy, full of wisdom, we're here to do that for you today. So please come see us. God guarantees us that he's never going to forsake us. Okay.
And over and over again, you've probably been through situations in your life where you're just like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to, how I'm going to be able to attack this situation. I don't, I don't know what to do. God is always going to be here for you over and over and over again, but you've got to seek him first. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to bring just a little bit of, of truth and light to my Skyline family here. I thank you that we get to honor and praise you and that, Lord, you have the ultimate wisdom that you've provided to us through your word. And I pray that if there's anyone here that doesn't know you and has ever said yes to you, I pray that today would be that day that we would give the opportunity to them to be able to experience that grace and that joy and that love that only comes from you. And I pray that when we're seeking wisdom, that when we're needing it, and that when we're going through situations, that we would see this as an opportunity for you to just show yourself mightily to us. Lord, you tell us that if we want wisdom, all we need to do is ask. So I pray that today, this would be an opportunity for folks here who are struggling with something that they need help with, that they would seek you first. And I pray that this opportunity, Lord, would not go to waste. Just give us a good rest of our, of our day. Help us to see you even in the small as well as the big. And we're so grateful that we get to do this, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen.